Hey, hey, happy Republic Day weekend, Peter. Happy holiday, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm just bummed that it's falling on a Sunday, so that's one less holiday <laughs> in the calendar year. And that too in a year when we have one extra day. It's a leap year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh well, oh well. So since it's Republic Day, we thought that it's not fair to talk about an Indian band, and instead, we look to one of our neighbors. We look to Pakistan, yeah. and surprise, surprise! It's after a really long time that Pakistan's given us something really worthwhile to talk about. Yeah, man, I'm really, really stoked uh, for this uh, band, and I'm really glad we managed to get them on the podcast. Yeah, we are talking about Takatak. Yeah, so those That's of you such a cool name, man. انفیکشیس انرجی اباؤٹ this band and he was so passionate uh, and he was so enthralled by this band he's he's mixing. the one responsible for mixing their new album and he was just raving about the music so much that we decided to just get in touch with them and lo and behold takatak is now on horns up yeah man and uh, they have a new album acrophase coming out it's kind of strange how it works out because uh, i've been in touch since the la- last time they were mentioned on the show with the takatak boys yeah and parallel to that another friend of mine from pakistan uh, sharyar poplazi he who had a al- uh, label called gas mask holocaust records he, so he's bringing back the record but that's also because of the takatak yeah. right in one manner so it was strange that both these things were happening parallelly and we talk i'm talking to sharyar about takatak as well and then he out of the blue one day messages me saying hey you know what i'm bringing the label back and i'm the last release i'm putting out is the takatak album and I was like wow wow that's 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 huge news which means which essentially means or which essentially kind of gives us a picture of how important takatak is to the pakistani metal music scene at the moment right because it's been a really long time uh since pakistani metal has actually been talked about yeah i mean dusk is the only one that kind of comes to mind who've been around past couple of decades yeah actually Yeah and then of course you had that entire swarm of I don't know hard rocky kind of projects in the middle but it's not metal metal per se yeah anyways that's a talk for another episode let's bring back our focus on takarak and queue up that interview here they are luke and zen from takarak 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 And now we have the boys from Takatak, 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 Takatak. Before we get before we get you guys on, right, I'm gonna put a the show notes of that video that somebody once put up uh, in relation to Takatak. It's like where did Takatak get their name? And they actually show someone like crushing goat balls. Oh, <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> okay. is, that, is that actually from where you guys got your name? Yeah, I guess. I mean, I mean, yeah, but Takatak is like a really uh, famous uh, desi dish. Yeah. And I mean, we 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 formed as a band and we didn't have a name, but we scored like a radio interview 
and like the day before we were supposed to go on the interview we like we were sitting with Yusuf's dad and he was just like uh, Takatak is a cool name and, and this was when this was 2009 okay so more than 10 years ago more than 10 years ago and yeah we just rakhliya humne we yeah, just Takatak is like not exactly the goat balls dish it could be anything any meat <laughs> or anything that you make with those spatulas yeah. that creates the sound taka tak taka tak taka tak because the, the way oh ab ab samajh mein aaya basically tawe pe yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and it's basically black. there's a tawa okay. you put anything on it and you just crush it up with those yeah. two spatulas in well, the rhythm for the most part it's known for the balls yeah <laughs> <laughs> we hope to be associated <laughs> with that yeah, as well but <laughs> <laughs> man you know it's so great to have both of you on the podcast we've been talking for like i don't know more than 6 months or so uh, right yeah we covered your band thanks to keshav dar and i'm really shocked you guys have been around for so long and keshav who is on from sky harbor who is on episode 24 uh, right. he told us about you guys and after that it's just been you know we've been chatting up and stuff like that so i this is the first question and i want to kick it off this way how the hell did keshav come across your band Oh, then you should take. Oh uh, man, I mean, like I had been following Sky Harbor and Keshav for like a very long time, and I was like a huge, huge. All of us yeah, were of huge, us. like Sky Harbor and Keshav fanboys, and especially like I mean, for for people from like the subcontinent, when you see like. इधर के लाइक फ्रॉम पीपल फ्रॉम हेयर रिप्रेजेंटिंग इन द मेटल सीन इट्स लाइक एन एक्स्ट्रा सॉर्ट ऑफ अ थिंग एंड व्हेन आई डिस्कवर्ड स्काई हार्बर थ्रू व्हाट वाज इट गाइडिंग लाइट्स राइट आई डोंट इवन नो वेयर दीस गाइस वर फ्रॉम इट वाज जस्ट वन ऑफ द अमेजिंग जेंट मैंड दैट वर आउट एंड लाइक आई जस्ट फेल इन लव या सो आई फाउंड एंडेड अप फाइंडिंग हिज फेसबुक प्रोफाइल ऑन फेसबुk एंड लाइक यू लाइक एनी फैनबॉय I yeah. just added him, <laughs> and I was I added him. I was like, "Fuck it, I'm doing it." And uh, I didn't think he'd even accept, and he accepted. And I sent him some songs, and I kept bugging him, I guess. And he's like one of the nicest, one of the kindest souls I've ever come across. So he like he's really helped us and guided us along the way. And I mean, he mixed that last. a song from yes. the previous ep master beast master beast and after that uh, when we decided to do we started to write this record we just i just asked him kya would this be like a possibility for you to yeah, be involved it, it, the whole thing started off with the two lmm songs that he watched he, online yeah he saw one of the videos and he was like when is this coming out and i was like i don't know you you you, you want to mix it and he's like i'd be very 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 stoked and i mean i think the first time keshav re- replied to one of my messages i think all of us just met at yusuf's house and just like psyched out yeah, over yeah, the fact that massive <laughs> fan girl moment yeah <laughs> yeah i mean he's so prolific and he's done like such crazy work for like metal in this part yeah, of the in general, in general in this country, in this part of the world and everything so i mean i don't know this is that that this is the thing in a nutshell i guess mm. and oh, yeah and he's just and shout out, and shout somehow out. he's <laughs> cuz uh, it's it's not only he's had an influence with sky harbor but all the other bands that he's been working with and, and he really likes you guys because he was like usne usne 
हमें हमें तो क्या बट एवरीबडी विद इन योर शॉट न्यू दैट देयर वाज समथिंग कॉल्ड टकाटा व्हिच इज नॉट जस्ट अ स्नैक या मैन दैट्स एक्चुअली ब्री नट्स दैट यू आर सेइंग दैट एंड लाइक आई मीन टू दिस डे इट्स ऑल वेरी स्ट्रेंज एंड ट्रिपी ऑल ऑफ दिस दिस इज हैपनिंग वी स्टिल हैव ट्रबल बिलीविंग दैट केशव लाइक्स अस और नॉट केशव इज एक्चुअली सच अ स्वीट पर्सन के वी लाइक एमी तो नहीं ये कर नहीं स्कूल and we formed as a three piece and we started jamming uh, lamp of god songs and we had we like we found a vocalist who was our like shazor bhatti from the earlier songs and um kya kehte hain we just put, put out songs we had a lot of lineup changes we changed the bass player we changed two guitar players and honestly there isn't much of a scene here in pakistan for like metal so it was more like mostly us just jamming in a room and just like sort yeah, of initially you guys were i think you weren't of, in the band i huh? wasn't in the band till like 2 years ago yeah so uh, before that you guys were like just make putting out one song every 2 years i guess yeah it was just like just whenever we could just for fun we were doing it and we were doing the odd gig here and there um uh, and uh, i mean i don't know man yeah, like things I, got things started getting serious when you guys decided to do the out of something ep with ibrahim uh, on guitars and on guitars and he wrote like a lot of stuff in that definitely i, I mean yeah um that was when we that was the first time we recorded ourselves and we sort of took that whole thing seriously but i think It, so it, i can't remember everything aim of the band, the track but i was listening to your stuff on youtube yesterday and one of your mm-hmm. earlier tracks is uh, very lamb of godish so yeah got the, that's okay this is a huge progression so where did you guys like was it the evolution in sound happened with the members just you as individually you know opening yourselves up to different kind of music and stuff like that how did that happen Well I guess the progression in sound you're hearing is probably the musical growth of each and every individual that's happening on an individual level and the collective uh, effect of that in the sound of the band Yeah and I mean like back in the day like I mean like when I was in school what the first time I heard like an animals as leader song I was like yeah, yeah we, mujhe... we didn't even get that stuff yeah i was just like mujhe late to rest chahiye i want i want to listen to that stuff yeah. we we back in the day takatak was like in terms of a live band we were more or less a, like a lamb of god cover band we we me and yusuf were counting we we've, we've covered like 14 lamb of god songs yeah you guys <laughs> yeah. 14 so, lamb of god songs worth covering <laughs> yeah dude we we would just play like an hour long no, and hour on. even even when we saw chris adler perform he didn't play 14 lamb of god <laughs> <laughs> we used to love lamb of god man chris adler is the But I, huh, I think just like over time, we just opened ourselves up to like new music, and that just sort of, um, क्या कहते हैं, injected itself in our playing and our writing, 
and production yeah. i guess so it's just been yeah, like you didn't know about gent back then actually but gent existed it did exist but <laughs> like we didn't know about it yeah like i couldn't listen so, to mishuga back in the day okay no shut up man <laughs> <laughs> but then what happened how did you guys discover and like not just discover but end up being a gent stroke progressive band um i think we we so for the it's it's it, it was funny because we had the last uh, ep out of something written and we were about to record it and that recording just sort of got really delayed because of like life shit delayed by like a year or so and i do remember that the earlier versions of those songs were like i mean the final versions aren't very genty either but like we ended up sprinkling those things over later because that's the time when we were sort of getting into periphery and sky yeah. harbor and tesseract and monuments and all these like crazy bands so i i don't know i mean even with lamp the lamp of god stuff it was all very groove based riffy sort of thing yeah, i don't the groove element still carried forward yeah the lamp of god phase it just sort of happened we never yeah. really we're like i think i think the the flipping point towards the gent side the gent side <laughs> was when ibzi and i bought those eight string guitars and we were like right. let's just learn these songs these eight string songs and like and right. the leader stuff and right. that actually flipped me towards yeah learning gent and playing gent but i don't know about you man i don't know man like i <laughs> it's 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 a very gradual slope we can't like have one defining point <laughs> yeah. right so you guys have been working on acrophase for like 2 years now and mm-hmm. we're talking like few weeks uh, before the release date so how's the feeling in the camp are you guys nervous excited man uh, we're very nervous nervous and excited i mean i don't really know how the songs will be received because it's also a massive shift in the sound of the band and i guess yeah. that's because of the lineup change as well and the two vocalists yeah and, and there's vo- clean and you for the first time yep yep uh, clean vocals for the first time and i mean this is the first time we actually spent time uh on pre-production right and we yep. i mean we essentially recorded the album before we went to track the album at alif in karachi yeah so we me and luke spent like a lot of time uh just dissect, dissecting the stuff and sent, like basically we wrote it over whatsapp i would say yeah um, we had our sessions and then we would like work on those projects ourselves and then send it over to the whatsapp group and somebody will work on that and like yeah. whatsapp and we transfer right but i mean we, <laughs> internet zindabad uh, internet in, zindabad internet zindabad internet zindabad so i mean but we we are nervous i think i'm very nervous <laughs> i really really can't predict how this yeah. music will be this received. is also the first time we've self produced properly as well like committing to tones and just sort of taking those decisions as yeah, well yeah first full length as well full first full length and just yeah, doing it yeah we're doing it like seriously yeah i for me this is the first real taka record for me at least because yeah, which the, the last one was i we i just sort of shat it out at that point because i didn't really know production i don't know production abibi at all yeah, but like much better, much better than before and i have you i didn't have any technical hands oh. on board pehle so yeah i think 
Pues nerves, nerves are kind yeah, of... nerves are good <laughs> to us at this point. That's mean. We're Nobody s- ever knows how to produce. <laughs> it's, it's all just subjective jugad. learning. And jugad. It's a lot of jugad. Yeah, so, man. Yeah, there's been a lot of jugad. But, but, but I'm... Uh, I'd like to give a shout out to Shariar, aka Popo. I don't know what you guys Mr. call Mr. Popes, but... man. So I call him Label Chief. Yeah, he's resurrected Gas Mask Hong Kong. <laughs> and that's how kind of I know him from back in the day. So it's a testament to your music for him to get the label back just to release uh, man, the album. So I have like, it's, it's, it's so interesting and like it's cool how these things work out because um, back in the day when we started, Gas Mask was like in full swing. He, um, uh, Popes was putting out all these compilations with all these sick like subcontinental bands, South Asian bands or whatnot. And I just remember we hadn't even released a song back then. And uh, for me, I was just like, dude, if I ever end up on one of these like Gas Mask releases, that's going to be like the coolest thing that's ever happened to me. So I think it's really sick how... Um, this record, like, till a few weeks ago, we had no idea this was going to happen. I just messaged Popes, like, two weeks ago or three weeks ago, and I was just like, yo, I need some help, help me figure this shit out. And he's like, let's do it. And so, I mean, props to that guy, and super grateful and for his, like, guidance and help to put this record out. Legend, Admi. (laughs) (laughs) True, true that. Alright, so we've spoken a lot about Acroface already. Um, uh-huh. You've decided to release Fault Lines as the first single from Acroface. Right. And uh, let's first play that song on oh, this shit. show. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Talk about it a little oh. bit. Okay? Sick. Okay.
टकाटक का ये कड़क करा था I did not feel like playing the guitar. They, these guys are really good. Yeah, and I've like, been like trying, weird. trying to kick, kick their ass for yeah, the past year to put out like music, but they just like, like honestly, ever since I met them, they these guys actually motivated, motivated me yeah, to become to, a better guitar player. Yeah, to actually put in the effort of learning things He's like that you can't really play. Yeah, like crazy. Yeah, super talented. Those yeah. boys, both crazy. And the series, yeah. I mean, yeah, the yeah. whole band the whole is band nuts. Was yeah, like and I mean, like it, it blows our mind, collective minds, that Keshav actually said yes to like a guest solo. I was like, I, yeah, I, we, we just, like when I asked him, I, I thought, man, I don't know, like. And actually, I think I forced you to ask him because. He's a patri. What's he gonna say? He's just. He, he's gonna <laughs> <he'll laughs> say no. Hey, kya? फेवरेट or um, essentially why did you choose false lines as your first single so um fault lines tell them about the other song we almost chose okay so nahi no, so first i'll tell them that uh, every song in the album is like a different subgenre of the same genre i guess is it yeah like don't you think like vibes all, got different they all have a different vibe they all have a different like feeling to it and i think fault lines is one of the heaviest It is the heaviest, and we wanted. Also, it's like that. the uh, first Taka song that the other guitar player in Taka has ever written. Like, you get it. Yeah, Mostly, yeah. I used to write the stuff, and and with you, we've been co- like collaborating on a lot of the songs. But this was that one song that you like. I think you had it done like eighty percent, eighty-five percent. But I find it super cute that you guys refer to the band as Taka. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's Taka. It's all Taka. Taka life. The Taka at the end is a bit too long. <laughs> saving space. I mean, but I mean, you guys could give birth to like a subgenre of gent. Taka, Taka, Taka metal. Taka metal. <laughs> that yeah, would be bro. sick, dude. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Chalo, back to fault lines and the yeah. other song which you guys so, almost put out as a single. I mean, for me, um, th- this song was very special because for like. I always had to really worry about what's happening guitar wise yeah bringing in the riffs and like the production effect and all that shit like when we were tracking fault lines this was the first time that I was probably sleeping through most of the tracking yeah this was, so while we were, we were tracking like 18 hours a day mm-hmm. in Karachi and, and shout out to like 
Alif crew. We'll get we'll get yeah, to we'll those get guys. To we, we have to, to we have to get to them. So basically Zan was up like twenty hours. Yeah. He, he had you not do. slept. Yeah, I, me too. But like you were doing most of the tracking part and so for fault lines, like Zan was on the sofa, passed out while I was sitting there. Yeah, and for, for me, thing. that was a big, like, like it just felt like we were in a very good place where, like, I didn't have to give a shit what you were doing. I just knew you would do it. And you, it's like, for me, it's like really special because it's, you brought it in, like, to the band. You brought a mushy or emotional sour. I love you, Luke. I love you, bro. <laughs> I just looked at animation. I was like, oh, my God. This, this is, like, feeling. Feeling. feeling, feeling, feeling. feeling. This is the feel. Bro. <laughs> yeah, bro, so, I, 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 I do believe it's the heaviest song on the record. The other song with that we were, like, almost made the lead yeah, single we... was Flash Your Bones. That's the last song on the record. And it's also the poppiest thing that we've ever written. And first we were thinking that we'd come out with the poppiest tune and sort of... um, Yeah, that was a dilemma for us. Like, should we go for the heaviest or the catchiest song? Mm -hmm. And we didn't know. But I think uh, Keshav also motivated us to just release the heaviest. Yeah, Yeah, I think everyone had that feeling where we wanted to come out like all guns blazing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Awesome. Okay, so the whole world will look at you because you guys are from Pakistan. Give us an insight into the Pakistani metal scene. And let's start from the time you guys were growing up. Okay. Was was there anything like a metal scene or was... I mean, let, let me add more context to it because for us okay. in India, the, the biggest thing or the most popular thing we know from Pakistan is Coke Studio. And then, of right. course, you had the whole era of the boy oh. boy bands. which Not, jal- yeah, not, not just the boy bands, like the rock-influenced boy yeah. bands, you yeah, could yeah, say. Yeah. So, yeah. everybody from yeah, a string yeah, yeah. to Junoon yeah, yeah. to uh, yeah, sure. perform. And EP and Mekal yeah, and yeah, yeah, all, all of these performed. guys. So... And of course, since we are metalheads, we know of the Pakistani metal scene at like around 10 years back when there was dust. Something yeah, happening. Dust, right? But uh, actually, my story is what Yeah, so I mean, back in the day when we were, when we formed like 2009 type, or even chalo, a little before that, yeah, we yeah. had Odyssey, uh, we had bands like. Uh, Orion back in the day mm-hmm. uh, we had a few bands in Islamabad but I mean I think Odyssey was like the biggest sort of uh, um, hai, example yeah. of how you can be a metal band like I mean uh, yeah, that was like the so was it like was, for... it, was it like city based kind of a thing like India mein tum aoge, India mein, the uh-huh. metal capital is considered to be Bangalore and then you have Bombay, which has its own small kind of a scene, and you have Delhi, which has its right. own small kind of scene. But largely, it's these three places, and it has been these three places for the longest time. Right? Is like that in like is there a Karachi scene? Is there a Lahore there, scene? There, 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 there was always a Karachi scene. We there, there were bands like Communal Grave that were from Karachi, but band like we're from Lahore in Punjab, and Lahore, the Lahori and Islamabad, which is the capital which is not too far from Lahore, we uh, sort of had like crossover scenes where we would, like Islamabad bands would come down or we'd go there. But there was a very small group of people that were like coming to listen. And like they were like, I mean, I can credit 
most of the gigs back the metal gigs back then to Hasan Umar who we call Sammy Hasan Amin uh, he's in, uh, played in band like grindcore bands like Foreskin and multinational corporations and um, all that stuff uh, and he like this guy would pretty i knew properly because he was just so out there communicate right. with everyone and stuff like that so of course he was probably the yeah shout out to him dude we we are still working with him in a, in like a pr capacity with the uh, with this record but he was like the only guy putting up these shows man in like backyards in uh, empty plots we've played in like really messed yeah, up places like, but like it, it, it has always been a very underground scene like he's broken like his i mean tone up his forehead and stuff like that that oh, is like yeah yeah like yeah, yeah. dude the first taka show was in a gloria jeans cafe uh, a very small coffee shop we were booked to play our first show and hasan showed up with some of his friends and they like literally trashed the yeah, place and got banned from for life i, I have videos i have videos <laughs> <laughs> of him just moshing on his knees in, uh, in yeah, the coffee shop these the guys and shop. the entire band was banned from that place yeah loud <laughs> in gloria jeans yeah. <laughs> but just like bombay just like bombay it's, it's, it was essentially a small community of people yeah. who really right. like the music and who made the scene as such come together right yeah. and stop the destruction <laughs> back in the day we had we would have like a good 10 bands playing on the bill but like most of these bands weren't really serious or would put out like a song and be a band for like two years do a couple of gigs and then fizzle out i mean dionysus was a band that put out a lot of original music and they stuck out stuck around for a while yeah a long time a long time but like all I these guys still dementia put out a song recently but like i mean there's no scene there there have there hasn't been like a metal gig in i would say a good 7-8 years no dude uh-huh 8 years and it's I also because of the lack of response these bands get from the audience i guess definitely it's the same group of people who are coming to these shows yep. yeah so i mean it was a very small scene it was very short lived i would say we're like the only metal band that is actually doing stuff i i would love yeah. like we're always looking for metal bands here to play shows with so i mean if there are any please contact step us forward, step yes. forward let's <laughs> let's gig okay. and w- what about like metal as a music uh genre in itself getting to shows etc wo to chalo that's phase 2 but do you see in the current generation do you see an affinity towards metal or um, has, like yahan like to to be very honest yahan pe metal is not popular by a long shot it's become rap and it's become and it's always been bollywood and of course electronic music man it's funny when you uh, when you say that because like you guys still have all these metal shows and like all the uh, whoever is putting up the show or whatever they i mean itna they, they, they know that a certain amount of people will show up that they can finance it's like financially viable for them to do these things cuz yep, over here if we if taka booked a show in lahore yeah, our hometown you would gamble for us actually money wise and dude like i don't like i don't know 30 40 people would show up 50 people would yeah we would be sure that like 30 40 people will show up it's yeah. not it's not guaranteed yeah exactly yeah, turn out of a metal gig in bombay too really yeah but dude, oh, we've seen actor. videos with like Are- 
to attend future gigs but like people aren't really exposed to that kind of music here as well there was the first metal public gig in saudi arabia so there is hope <laughs> oh wow <laughs> that's <Yeah>. nuts <laughs> okay so no, wait so one second i'm trying to understand this uh-huh. uh stems from our exposure to what to music from pakistan because there's so much of a strong influence of what rock music is or western music I mean you see it in all your past bands Jal Junoon all of these right. guys even yeah, in yeah. studio the the influence of western music like drums leke aao guitar leke aao right ye sab to hai hi hai so yeah how that doesn't translate to metal is it no it does not uh, it doesn't even translate to like i mean even slightly heavy bands like i mean your eps and your calls are also like i mean not as famous as they used to be wo ek rock wave aayi thi idhar i mean uh, don't get me wrong idhar like there are shows happening over here i play as a session guitar player for like many pop stars slash rock stars and they play like to 5 10000 people uh and but those are commercial gigs and all these people have been on like coke studio or all all like all of these shows or what not yeah even like you mentioned the western influence in things like coke studio but there's always always that eastern fusion touch included in those songs right. which uh we completely lack i guess yeah. and there's also the language thing that songs in urdu do get a uh, greater viewership than songs songs in english in pakistan i mean yeah and we prefer to stick with in urdu Sorry? have you guys ever thought of writing in urdu we have and i think we've tried but uh, that was way back as well but i don't think that works out with our sound and i mean yeah yet i mean i don't know it yeah, hasn't we can go for it like if we find something that we like and something that's you know true to our sound and true to what we yes, enjoy right, and yeah. feel i guess like we, we don't like we haven't outright said that we're never going to do yeah, another song but it, like punjabi can be used in metal as well yeah like, that, 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 heavy that as balls that <laughs> would actually be pretty sick huh? punjabi yeah. heavy metal yeah sail mat ki jane ek gana nikalna but you know i mean and i know sahil makija you you'd know him as the demon stealer Oh yeah, yeah. For, oh, he put out a Punjabi metal 
track? He did that whole riffing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh shit, Sahil, that. sick dude. Sorry? Shout out to Sahil. Yeah, yeah shout, shout out, out Sahil, man. Let's actually, and this is primarily us just going back and trying to compare your metal journeys. Um, right. What like you know getting into metal? Like, how did you all get into metal back in the day? Was it like a friend, an elder family member? I went to the the to like a music shop and I saw an Eminem CD and I saw a Linkin Park CD. I think it was Hybrid Theory and I bought yeah. both those CDs. And I think this, I think for me it was Linkin Park that got me into and that sort of led me to your corn and then I found Metallica and Pantera and all that stuff and it was right, game right. over. What what about you, Luke? So I basically started off my so my dad used to play like country music, Hotel California, Eagles, and all of this stuff. And then going to school, my friend Timmy, he was a huge influence. He was uh, all of that classic rock, stoner music, The Grateful Dead, and Zeppelin. And he introduced all of that to me. And that you know that act that somehow just grows on. You start listening to more and more interesting stuff and that leads me to metal i mean yusuf rame was a huge influence for, for me like in terms of metal in terms of our drummer metal yeah, yeah our drummer yusuf. beast both drummers like bahut music sunaya unhone mujhe you were a total dad वैसे back in the day ha and i guess i still am you are but, a dad uh, yeah i dabble in both i yeah. <laughs> you're like probably the daddest dad in the yeah. band Saver, yeah. Saver doesn't know what he is. <laughs> But uh, yeah, sort of. That's our yeah. I mean, intro. It's, it's been okay. right, I guess. Okay, so cool. So so Takarak boys, 2020 is going to be a big year for you. Yeah, you have a hopefully. New album hopefully. coming out, right? Uh, yeah. What's the vision? What's what's the big big plan? Is there a big plan? um big plan would be just to be able to get this music out to as many people as possible and get working on the yeah. next record uh, asap because we take too much time in between in between records so yeah we want to just reduce the amount of time it takes to write new songs and, and new songs i think if if you would ask hey, what would we want most out of being in this band I think we'd just want to be able to gig somewhere where people actually uh, respond to this kind of yeah, music. Yeah, where this kind of music is like feels at home. Yeah, because it's all we 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 do play like. Kabi kabi, we we what can we headlined Pakistan's largest independent music festival in 2018. and we're like the only metal band there and when when zara from lahor music meet called me to like book us for the headline and she's like you guys want a headline i was like are you sure you want to ruin your festival by having us headline <laughs> on the last day like be the last performance are you sure so i mean um that like shows like that are awesome and it's cool it's fun to see people just like staring at you yeah, wide eyed ki yeah, kya ho raha hai the whole thing up we want to tour outside of Pakistan. yeah we just want to get out <laughs> of here for somebody please, please. please. <laughs> please. okay i think i think we'd love to come play the, india man yeah and definitely we are the closest yeah we are the closest <laughs> yeah you don't let us in <laughs> we want to play yeah <laughs> No, okay, but we, 
try and do our bit too. <laughs> Man, that would be sick. Long, long lost but, <laughs> I think that's that's the that's the vision for now, just to somehow break out. Yeah, just break out and like, and also to just produce the highest quality content we possibly can. Right. That's also part of the deal, I guess. Yeah. Because we don't want to compromise. On and that. I mean, with this album, we got very lucky. Um, a with obviously having Keshav and Ermin on board for mix and master, uh, but also having access to so uh, the I think a very huge part uh, of ha- why this album happened was also our good friend Umair Dar from Karachi. He plays in a band called the DA Method, and he owns a studio by the name of A for Alif. And he, it's like one of the sickest studios in the country. It's like. Yeah, really well. Anything like that. Before. Yeah, and he sort of just offered to have us come down and track our record there, and I had to say no to him like three times because like it was such a big offer. But he just sort of talked us into it, yeah. and I think that was like the craziest part of this whole thing. We flew to uh, Karachi for fourteen days and tracked the whole thing, stayed at the studio, so it was like sort of like a dream come true and it helped make this record sound yeah, really good it wouldn't have been possible if he hadn't helped us with this for sure for sure yeah. definitely even before the recording session i mean he had landed us his kemper for yeah we like, were we were writing with guitar rig for the past like 6 years and it's everything just sounded like ass and like honeybees and shit yeah no offense to native instruments <laughs> but um, yeah so i mean him giving us that kemper for a year really that that's why I think we wrote those songs because yep. it sounded yep. so good. <laughs> so I mean, yeah. Thank you, man. Right. Thank you, man. We love you. <laughs> okay. So here's my final question. It's been ten years since since Tagata yeah. came into existence. Mm-hmm. Is is it right for me to assume that 2020 is almost like a rebirth for the band? I w- I would say so. Yes, because. When our previous guitar player, Ibrahim Imdad, left the band, he's like a crazy musician. He goes by the name of Gentle Robot. Yeah. He left the band because it, it, it was becoming too much because with work and all of that stuff. So the band wasn't in a very solid place. This was about like four or five years ago, three years ago, three years ago. Three years ago? Yeah. No, I would say four years ago. He so, wasn't uh, he actively so, participating four years ago. The album was done. I was trying to write... Ago. I was trying to write a record with UC and everyone and it was just not working out and I was in a rut. And um, I think with Luke, Altamish and Ali uh, coming into the band, it's just like breathed new life into the band, man. It's like, like I said, this is the first real Taka record that this band is putting out. So, yeah, yeah I guess this is a rebirth for sure. All right, Takatak, I hope you guys have a fantastic future. And just know that you've and got fans in India at the moment. And hopefully far more <laughs> after yeah. this. No, definitely two new fans and hopefully a lot more. Yeah. Thank you so Thank much you, for having man. us, man. And like this, this, this was awesome. And all of this is just wild and surreal, honestly. Yeah, man. <laughs> how, easy is, how easy is it for people online to find you guys? You want to plug okay, your so, social media handles? Yeah, so we're we're on Facebook by Takatak Takatak PK Takatak PK on Instagram. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Music, and basically everywhere. Yeah, and we'll you have can, our 
uh, yeah, our website is going to be up soon. We don't know what it is, though. We have still have to buy the server, Luke. Okay, so, yeah. I mean, that's where you can find us, wherever they sell music. Yes, basically, at TakatakPK. Follow us awesome. on Instagram. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. And a big horn sub to the both of you and to the rest of the band. And to you guys as well, man. Boy, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, dude. It You know, it didn't really seem that we were doing this over Skype. <laughs> they were like kind of sitting in the coffee shop with us here. Yeah, because it was, it was, yeah, metal has no boundaries, right? And it's, of course, it's very, um, what do you say, stereo, not, not stereotypical or very beautiful or pretty of me to mention that kind of a line that metal has no boundaries but it is true yeah i mean i don't think even like a year or even when we started this podcast did i think we'd be talking to a pakistani band that to a pakistani band which actually has very good music yeah really glad we managed to do that and catch them at the right time uh, and right time just before they're releasing a really good album also yep so check that album out let us know what you thought of it Next week is going to be episode 50. We still don't know what we are doing on episode 50. So why don't you join us or give us some ideas. Hit us up at hornsupport.com. And till next week, horns up. Horns up. <laughs>